Hello. Hello. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I live half my life on this platform, and believe me, I think I'd rather sing this, but that's all right. Um, look, I'm really excited. Um, probably about two, three weeks ago, God just gave me one scripture, and it's been on my heart probably for about a month now. So the poor music team, that's kind of been drummed into them, but God's just expanded on it, and um, what it talks I just love it, because what it is that jumps out of it is get moving. It's a time and a season to get moving. So that's the name of my message is just get moving. And I'm glad that the get moving is actually back scripturally because I say it to my kids all the time. Probably not in this right sort of tone, but, um, but I do say it lots. Um, but for, before I start, what, what my message is about, it's about this is a new season in our lives. In every single one of our lives, it's a new season. And it's a new season in our church. It's a new season in our city, our families, and our nation. And we've got to position ourselves to make sure that we can hear that new sound that's coming. Because we don't want to miss it. Because what God has for us in this time and this season is something really important. And, you know, I was just reminded of a song that um, the youth sing. And it's like, it says, wake up, child, it's your time to shine. You were born for such a time as this. And that is what I'm taking on. You know, I am born for such a time as this. So if you're sitting here tonight and you think, God, I don't know if this is my season or if this is my time or what I should be doing, I'm telling you now, you were born for such a time as this. But what we've got to do is we've got to get ourselves moving. Amen? Okay, so before I start, I'd just like to pray for somebody. Now, this person's got no idea I'm going to do this, but he inspired me for this message. And it's because in this or in a season that this particular person has been in, he has shown me that you can pick yourself up, you can dust yourself off, and you can move past the very things that would, would, would give you every right just to sit down and die and say, I don't want to go on anymore. And this person is a real inspiration because this person, week after week, sows themselves into this house. They, he sows himself into the lives of others, and he looks past and he pushes past. And I just think... Where do you get your strength from? Where do you get your strength from? And I, and I looked at him one day when he was worshipping, and I said, you go to your room in your heart. And in that room in your heart, you draw on the Spirit of God and the strength of God. And you find the very thing that God has called you to be. Your spirit is stirred up, I can tell, and the passion inside of you is something that I want to learn from. So when I'm going to ask this person to come forward now, and I would ask, you all stand and you put your hand out. If you do that with me, because he's a loved son of the house, and I'd like David Wright to come forward, please. Come on, David. So we're just all going to pray for you, David. We're going to extend our hands out. This David doesn't mind me saying this is a year coming up since Georgia died and I know um, Aaron's over there and I just think what an incredible guy because you know what it's because the Lord David's heart is given to the Lord and the Lord is his strength so we're just going to pray for you come on church Holy Ghost Father we want to say Lord God 
how we love you so much, Lord, and we want to thank you for this man that is in our church, Father, this man of integrity. Father God, how you have reached down, you have surrounded yourself around this family, you have kept them. Father, where um, many people would sit down and say, we can't go on. Father, he's held on for everything, Lord God. He's called out your name, but he is one that he has sown himself into this church, into the lives of others. So, Father, right now, I ask for a special blessing to come upon him. I ask that you abundantly bless him in all areas. Lord God, the power of God will come upon him. Father God, that you will stir him up, Lord God, that your anointing will come upon him to preach the word. Your anointing will come upon him to sing out prophetically. Your anointing will come upon him to reach the lost in his his place of work. Father God, that he would be able to speak, Lord God, and right in front of his eyes he will see miracles, Lord God, for the very things and desires of his heart, Lord, you will come. But this is your season, David. This is your season that with for the things that you've been contending for in the spirit realm, you will come to see them pass. Father, we lift up Janine and Aaron, and Lord God, we look, we just lift them up to you right now. And Johnny, Father, that you, that your hand is upon them, Lord God, and they will see your faithfulness and your goodness in this season. So, Father, right now, I just release your love a special touch of your Holy Spirit. And Father, as a church family, we stand with him, we love him, we brace this family. Father, that this would be a new season. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jess. So for me, this is a time of, it's a suddenly time. It's an acceleration. I know when Saline was here, she said, she said um, acceleration of time. She prophesied over me and she prophesied over this church and I've seen just about every single one of those things that she has preached and um, what she talked about come to pass. And we're still in that season. But God is wanting us this day to put the legs on our faith. Now, we can pray, we can pray, and I'll get to that in a minute, but you see, we've actually got to do our part and put the legs on it. I think that was Pastor Lynn saying not so long ago, was put the legs on the faith. So I want to, I want to come out of Exodus 14, 13 to 15. It says, Moses spoke to the people, don't be afraid, stand firm, and watch God do his work of salvation for you today. Take a good look at the Egyptians today, for you're never going to see them again. God will fight the battle for you, and you, you keep your mouths shut like that part. (laughs) Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell your people to get moving. Now this came about with um, uh, the music team um, one day, you know, I was just thinking, God, we've got all these songs and, you know, um, why is it taking so long for these songs to come out? I felt the urgency of the words in these songs to come and, and I was really challenged myself, but I had to bring it before the team that actually we had to give ourselves a bit of a kick in the backside because it's like we had these powerful songs and the words that were in these songs were for this season now and what they carried was going to be a, a thing of breakthrough. It was going to be something that's going to be, should have been spoken over our city, our nation, our family. But because we were not good stewards of our gifting, we were not practicing in our own time for various reasons, you know, busyness and all that, we did not bring two songs forward. Now, we might bring them forward one day, but these songs had an anointing on them for this particular time in the season, and we missed that season. And it brought a real grief in my heart because it's like, you know, we were doing all the right things, the holy 
Dundee Bundies and all this and calling out and saying, God, you know, we want you to move in this place. And, and you know, God um, specifically told me, he goes, I gave you the songs. And in those songs were powerful words to be sung over this congregation, over our city. And because we didn't practice them, it took far too long. It was almost like God's hand lifted up off that song. And I was really grieved because I thought, what could have happened if we'd sung those songs? What could have happened in the spirit realm? What did we miss out on? And I thought, we, I, we grieved the Holy Spirit. We grieved God's heart because we were too busy praying, but we weren't doing what we needed to in the natural to see it come forward. Another part of this, another part of this story is, is like, you know, when we look at this here, the background of it is, is that, you know, Moses was leading his people and the Israelites, they come from out of Egypt and um, they, were, they were up against this wall of water and they had the Egyptians after them and they were with their chariots and all that and they were stuck in this place. And it's like, I thought, man, I better see what that might be like for me, putting their sandals on. What would that look like? I think I'd be pretty intimidated, you know, running from slavery and all that. But then you almost think, am I in a worse position now than if we'd stayed in bondage and slavery and all these things, you know? And we've run, we've tried to get away, and we're now we're moaning and groaning, we're crying out to God, and there's this wall up here. And I thought, what would I do with that? What, what do I do when I come against adversity? What do I do when things get a little bit hard? Yes, I pray, yes, I pray. But do I seek God to ask him, what do I actually do in the natural to see me break through? What do I have to do? It's a two-way thing. It's not just about praying. That's great. I mean, we need to do that. But we actually need to put the legs on our faith. Sometimes I think, how many times do we look at our circumstances and our problems and we declare them much bigger than they really are? You know, my mother used to have a saying, she goes, you make mountains out of molehill hills because you focus so much time on the mountain and the problems and it starts to get bigger and bigger. I like to think I'm a, I'm a pretty good person at keeping things in context. But sometimes when we look at the problem in front of us, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and actually we end up making that an idol in our life because we're focusing too much on the problem and it starts to get so big that it starts to consume us. doesn't matter how much we pray about it sometimes, but there always is an activation that you've got to do with your prayer. You've got to step out. You've got to step out. Sometimes we feel that we're so totally overcome, a spirit of apathy now, I, um, I know with um, Ian and Pastor Lynn, and, and for those who have been away on a, on a mission trip, you get out of this place, you're on that plane, you're over the water, and you feel this sense of, you know, excitement, you're know, going to go do a mission trip or something like that. And I don't know what it is, but as we start to cross the waters and we get closer and closer to Auckland, and then we get closer and closer to Hawke's Bay, it seems like this thing just comes upon us. It's actually over the city. Would that be right? It is, eh? It, there's a real strong... Sorry? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, there's a real strong sense of apathy over here, of problems. Can't pick ourselves up. It's, it's like, you know, and, and it's like we've got, to, we've got to do something here. 
I mean, we're praying, that's great. But man, we've got to get out there. We've got to gird ourselves with everything that God has given us, stir up the Spirit of God within us, get that desire and that passion in here, actually to see it right through to the breakthrough. You know, this place is so important. This place has been prophesied that it will be a, a time breakthrough. There will be financial blessing in this place that we are known throughout New Zealand and even overseas that things will be birthed here, have been birthed here, and we'll be the ones that will lead the way. But that's great, but we've got to do something in the natural to get it going, and it starts with us personally. You know, we can't be ones that has a lot of um, problems and we focus on, on all these problems here and haven't got it inside us to break through, because if we're like that, how on earth are we going to break through for other people? and stand in that gap. It's all about standing in the gap too. That's a very important job for us. You know, we might be called many times to get out of our comfort zones and I know for the Israelites the very, very freakiest thing would be is, is that here's Moses standing there and there's this big wall of water and he goes, we're going to cross through. Here we go. I don't know if I would have been with him. I'd just be looking at this and go, yeah, right, buddy, right, buddy. But you know what? God just said, get moving. And it takes that first step like this. And it's one step at a time. Just one step at a time to activate the very things that we're praying for to put it into practice. And with that comes testimony of God's goodness and faithfulness. Now, people cannot argue testimonies. People cannot argue with them. So I reckon our job is to make sure that we jolly well get the breakthrough so we can tell everybody how good our God is. He's the same God today as he was 2,000 years ago as when at the time, well, oh, we won't even go into that. But a lot of people think that God was the yesteryear God and not today. The choice is up to us whether we are going to keep um, looking backwards or go on faith in what we do and into pushing through. The enemy desires to overtake us, but God is our protector and he has our back. God is our victor. I love that. God is our victor. It's not a word that's often used. But I love that. He is our victor. Because it's very, very close to victory. And I like winning. If anybody knows me, they know I'm very competitive. And I don't like to lose. So victor is very good. But when Moses took that step of faith, God showed his faithfulness by parting the sea. And he brought his people to safety. I'd like to be like a Moses. I'd like to be one that could stand there in front of the water and stand alongside people and bring people to safety through the power of God. I'd like to be one of those people that if there's somebody that needs to be healed, that I would not just pray from a distance, but I'd lay my hands on them and see them heal and have that faith. It's little bit by little bit, but we cannot, we cannot just stay in the same place. I don't want to be the same person that I was six months ago. I don't want to do that. How, how, how dreary and, I don't know, how, who wants to be the same six months ago? I don't. This is, time is going too quick. You kind of notice that when you get a little bit older. <laughs> time seems to go by very, very fast. <laughs> and so, I just, what I'm trying to say is that God, that God, for me, God said, sometimes so just, it's almost like holy procrastination. You stand there. Am I allowed to say that? Holy procrastination, I guess. <laughs> you stand there and you pray and you pray and it's great. But what I want you to do now is just zip 
And I want you to actually now start putting the legs on what you're praying. And that's where boldness and courage needs to come because sometimes that's probably the most fearful part is actually putting the legs on the faith. Some decisions that we make, you might say, look, I've made some decisions in my life, you say, and I'm praying about them. But some decisions that we have made in our lives, we can't change. We can't. And you can almost get caught up in regret. You can get caught up in things that have just been so, um, oh, I don't know. I wish I could take that back. I wish I could um, have said something else to that person. How on earth am I going to make that right? But the thing is, we can't stay in that place either. We've got to move on. And yes, we can pray about it, but keep moving, keep moving. Because if you're not moving forward, you might say you're standing still, but actually going backwards. You know, sometimes you can feel like you're hemmed in between a giant wall of circumstances and things that are threatening. And you think there's panic that comes about. But that's where I encourage you to get with other people. There's some great um, men's groups going. There's some impact groups going. We've got um, different ones that will get alongside you to help you. Nobody should ever be by themselves to feel that they have to move it by themselves. That's where we link arms as a church, as a family of God here. That when, when you're struggling, do you have it in you to ask for help? I struggled with that. For me, it was like I would rather pray by myself, thank you, <laughs> and I'll keep my problems to myself. But you know what? There's power that comes when you share and you have other people standing beside you because when your feet are rooted to the ground and you can't move, that's when other people come and pick you up and help you. That's pretty much all I have to say because I just think for us, this is a new season. It's a special season and I don't want to miss it. And I don't want to miss what God has for us here. So what we need to do, we need to stand and we need to gird ourselves. We need to stir up the Spirit of God within us. We need to recognize that when God comes into this place, that we give Him the glory and the honor and we respect when He comes in here. When we worship, you know, we shouldn't have to be told to lift our hands. It should be an automatic thing because the passion of God inside of you just wants to exalt His name. There are all these things that we can do when we should be doing to acknowledge the God of breakthrough, the God that will take us forward, the God that will see this city, this nation, this house, our friends and our family come to Christ. But we have to get moving. We have to get moving. We've got to get that momentum going. And sometimes I find, um, and you'll probably recognize it as well, is that, you know, we have some great Sundays and, the, you know, God's there and everything and the worship is going off and the preacher was great and we go out laughing the next, next Sunday. It can be like, flip, what happened? Are we at the wrong church? I don't know. It wasn't like this last week. You see, that there is where it requires we've got to step out of ourselves. You know, we've got to take hold of, we've got to take ownership of where our church is, where we're at. Because, my goodness, I want to see all these seats filled. I want to see my friends and my family come to Christ, and I've got to get moving. We've all got to get moving. But part of getting moving is making sure that we in our heart are right too. And I know that there's probably some people here that feel like they've missed their season and they've had missed opportunities. And that's very painful for you. There'll be people that have got broken dreams and these are things that are stopping you from actually moving forward. There'll be past disappointments. 
and regrets, you almost somehow may feel that you feel like you're disqualified from going forward. Or you're disqualified from actually coming up the front and worshipping. You feel like you're disqualified because of what you've done in the past. But I want to say to you, we have a redeeming God. We have a God that's full of love and grace and mercy. We have a God that will pick us up from the miry clay and he'll dust you off and he'll say to you, I love you, son, I love you, daughter. Nothing that you do is so much that you cannot stand before me. Nothing. There might be somebody here that has never heard of a message like this or who this God is. And I want to tell you that your season is now to know this Jesus Christ that has saved us, that we might have eternal life with him, that can pick you up from the miry clay, that can give you a new life. What I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask if the music team can come back up. We're going to come up to the front and we're going to worship. And what I want you to do is, you know, this is, I think Pastor Mike asked at the leaders meeting, what is it that you're pushing through or um, wanting to believe in faith is going to come and happen? I hope we've all got something that we're believing for, for breakthrough and in faith. I hope there's something there. If it's not, come on up anyway. Because if you cry out to God and say, God, show me, oh, he'll show you all right, but be prepared. <laughs> might not be the answer that you want. <laughs> you might go away with a big look. So how about we all get to our feet? We're going to come up here. I'd like to sing, if I can, uh, Redeem and Esty. Come on up the front. And we're going to worship God. This is a beautiful song that I believe is for this season. And it's called Redeem. Come on up the front, everyone. And I just want to pray. And what we're going to do is we're all going to participate in this. We're all going to participate here. We're going to lift our hands. Are we going to start stirring up the Spirit of God within us? Are we going to say, God, you need to show me what are the areas in my life that I need to get moving in? What is the area of my life that you want to see me grow in and extend myself? You know, it come, a scripture comes to mind about, you know, enlarging the place of our tent. How many people have prayed that? Okay, all right. And have we? I hope we have. <laughs> Well, you know what? That should always be at the foremost of our mind and our heart is expanding at um, the place of our tent. Every time we think that our tent pegs are getting a bit too close, we need to pitch them a little bit further and a little bit further because that's how we're going to grow. That's how we're not going to go stale in the Lord. Amen? All right. Well, come on, church. Come on up the front. Can we have those lights down a little bit, please, Rose? Thank you. Holy Ghost. Come on, why don't you lift your hands in this place? Come on, why don't you stir your spirit out here? Come on, why don't we start to pray strongly in tongues? If you want to be part of this season, this new season of God, if you're wanting to see breakthroughs in your life, if you're wanting to see your friends come to Christ and your family, we need to step out from, from ourselves and we need to put our hands and our face up to the living God and say, God, move me, move me. Father God, give me the boldness and the courage and the faith to move, Lord God. Let me not, let me not focus on the here and now. Let not me not focus on how small I am, but Lord, how big you are. Lord God, we want to thank you for everything that you have equipped us with, Lord God. Father, all power and authority have you given me for this time and this season to see your people come to Christ. All power and authority you have given me to see breakthrough in my life, to see me, Lord God, step 
called me for this time. Father, we are excited about what you're doing in this place. Father, we're excited about the souls that are going to come running through that door in this season. Father, we declare it now. Father, I see it in the spirit right now, Lord God. Souls, 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 Lord God. This city saved for Christ. This city for Christ. All saved, none lost. Come on, we all know people that need to be saved. There should be the sense of urgency inside of you to say, souls, my family, my family, restoration, Lord God, restoration, Lord God, in this place, in this house, in this region right now, Lord God. Father, we want to thank you for every good thing that has been prophesied in this house, for everything that has been prophesied in this city, in this nation, and we take hold of it right now, Lord God, and we declare it again, Lord God, financial breakthrough, Lord God, souls, Lord God, in this place. This place will be a place, Lord God, that is shining on the hill. People will come because they hear of the living God of miracles and breakthroughs.
working to that song in just a minute. But for those of you who are up the front and you need a breakthrough in your life and you want your spirit to be stirred up once more with, and just need a breakthrough because you recognize that you've been held back, you've been praying for something, but you need to put the legs on your face now. You need to move. You want to be moved out of the situation that you're in, things that have been closing in around you and you can't see your way out. That's you. I want you to take a step forward and I'm just going to ask if Pastor Lynn and, and Ian and some of the others would, Pastor Sergeant, would come and pray because this is your season. You were born for such a time as this. You were born for a time as this. Holy Ghost. Everybody takes a step back. Wow. <laughs> oh, you'll be on the next altar call. Righty, righty, righty. Come on, why don't we just lift our hands in this place. 